Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we're going to talk about the Armor of God Session 2, which is the belt of truth, strengthen your core. And so we're going to go into Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to reverse um, 13 through 14. Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to reverse 13 through 14. And it says this, Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day evil comes, uh, yeah, the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. So the gym, we see people can be packed work, working out. Their muscles running, getting in shape, carrying heavy weights to keep their body fitted. But even with all the equipment, classes, and membership, most workout programs neglect a key part of the body, which is the core. Your core is the area around your trunk and pelvis compressed of the abdominal muscle groups. It's the central link in the chains that connects the lower and upper parts of our body, enabling all your limbs and movement to work together in harmony. A strong core helps us with your with our balance, our stability, our resistance to injuries and your in our stemia over time and under pressure. Do you exercise at the gym? Now listen, I exercise at the gym and I try to go four days a week, but my still sometimes still do three days a week. So I'm trying to hit that goal of working out four days a week. So let's get into the word of God. You ready to get into the word of God? Let's go into first Timothy chapter four, verse seven through eight. And the word of God says this having have nothing to do with godless myth or in old wise tales rather train yourself to be godly for physical training is of some value but godliness has value for all things holding promises for both the present life and the life to come we need spiritual core with the better truth which is god's word so we can stand against the enemy for we can stand against the storm. So we can stand against pressure in life on God's word and putting put the better truth around our spiritual core area. The priority must be in God's word, not on the words of men. Apostle Paul conscious and warning Timothy to watch out for false doctrine and focus on the word of God. Do you exercise yourself towards godliness? Through godliness does not... Through godliness does not make this the most comfortable or riches or most pleasurable or easiest um, in the life that now is. It, it undeni undeniable makes it the best, the most contented, and the most fulfilling life one can live in this world. Our society isn't one that takes strong, firm stands on the truth. And said to say it, but some Christians don't have strong core. Decisions around the truth of God's word and easily wounded by others in buckling under pressure than standing in tough times and per persevering. All of us can benefit from packing on strength to our core spiritually. Why do we need core strength spiritually? Truth is our core support. It provides the essential backing, your, um, backing you need when we are in midst of a spiritual warfare. What is the um, overarching device of the enemy? 
deception. That is the overarching um, device of the enemy. So we have to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, please do not let me be deceived because it says in the Bible that in the last times, many will be deceived. So we got to pray to our heavenly father to please let us not be deceived by Satan. So let's go into Genesis, Genesis chapter one, and I'm going to go down to verse 26. And this is what the word of God says in verse 26. Then God said, let us make man, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Let's go into Genesis chapter three and I want to read verse one through four. Look at this. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat up from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And so Satan also has high intelligence. Though in he, though he, yeah, through it he deceived Adam and Eve and took over the rule of the world of the world for himself. His cleverness enables him to carry out his deception. Excuse me, work almost at will, but his power is subject to God's restrictions. You can see this in Job as Satan afflicts him, but he requested for God's permission. Satan is permitted to afflict God's people. Let us read John chapter 14. And we're going to go down to verse 30 through 31. John chapter 14, verse 30 through 31. And this is what the word of God says. I will not say much more to you. For the prince of this world is coming, and he has no hold over me. But he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come now, let us leave. And so, But Satan is never permitted to win an ultimate victory over God's children. Satan packaging is so clever that unless we know what is true, I mean, really know and know it at our core, we easily fall free to his place. So let's go back into Ephesians, Ephesians chapter four. And so you see what the enemy, I mean, what's, I mean, it's not what the enemy, but what Jesus was saying that even though the enemy's coming, he has no hold over him. So we got to watch out as believers to make sure we have our spiritually core so we won't be falling as a prey to Satan's deceit. And so let's go into Ephesians chapter four, verse 21. The word of God says this. When you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, truth which we could basically define as God's opinion on any matter is our standards. Truth is who God is and what he say it is, which is best summarized up for us within the person of Jesus Christ. When you have a strong, stable, well-supported core, you can't easily be led astray by the enemy's deception in life. So let's guard ourselves up with the truth of the word of God. 
how are weapons, I mean, how are we supposed to put on the belt of truth? Let's look at this. Number one, you uphold and affirm the standards, the truth in the boundary set by God's word and commit yourself to, the, to them and teach them to your family. Number two, let God help you and I daily in his words of truth as he helped us align our decisions in response based on his word. Let me say it again. Let God help us daily in his words of truth as he helped us align our decisions and response based on his word. Number three, we continually learn about the character and purpose of our God. Number four, we filter every circumstances personally, culturally through God's word instead of our feelings, instead of political corrections and opinions of others. And so as God's children, it is a part of us to spiritually get our core more strengthened up. Strengthened, not strengthened up, but get it more strengthened. Like when we go to the gym and work out and take care of our body on the outer being, let us make sure we take care of our spiritual core in God's word and his truth and let that be our standards for our life. Let us keep going on. So I want to read Isaiah chapter 59, verse 15 through 19. And this is what the word of God says. Truth is missing. Whoever turns from evil is plundered. The Lord saw that there was no justice. He was offended. He saw that there was no man. He was amazed that there was no, no one interceding. So his own arm brought salvation and his own righteousness supported him. He put on the righteousness like a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on garments of vengeance for clothing. He wrapped himself in zeal as in a cloak, so he will repay according to their deeds. Fury to his enemies, retribution to his foes, and he will repay the coastlands. They will fear the name of Yahweh in the west and his glory in the east. For he will come like a Russian stream driving by the wind of the Lord. So the context of warfare was clearly evidenced in Israel passages. The nations of Israel, God's people as a whole, was corrupt. In its leaders' debates, the pure worship of Yahweh had been replaced by unapologetic adultery and perverted culture, practicing like sorceries and prostitution and child sacrifice. In response to this demoralization, God himself responds by donning his armor, in essence, his own character and virtues, to bring judgment and justice. And sadly, the enemy is not some other pagan nation. In this case, it is the children of God themselves. The warfare tone provides the backdrop of for Ephesians. Except now the good news of the gospel severely changes the dynamics. Under the new covenant established in Christ Jesus, the hostility and enmity between the Father and humanity has been dissolved. Now that which Yahweh was once compelled to use against his people, he freely gives a gift to them to exact against the to ex exit against the devil in the domain of darkness. When Christ as the cornerstone, the church is fitted together and equipped in, to advance as one body, one unit. A divine warrior, the church is in the presence of God on earth through which he continues to wage warfare and claim victory that has already been secured in his beloved son, Jesus Christ. 
Satan's strategies against you is equally clever. He plans zero in our in our um, deepest insecurities and desires with intentions of showing you in me how can he how can bypass God to meet every single one. But we are not falling for it anymore, are we? The spotlight of God's truth is going to expose every single scheme of the devil. With the prayer strategy, you are about to craft in the belt of truth. You are going to where you can be girded and protected from this day forward. So grab a sheet of two from the back of your workbook and get started to start writing down how can you fight against the enemy. How can you use your swords against the enemy? What can you do to fight against the enemy? Remember, the truth of God is what sets us free. So please do not miss the beautiful and stunning implication. Your armor is Yahweh's own armor. Given as a gift empowered by his spirit, ensure victory. He ensured the victory. If we stand still and know that he is God, he will help us win. He will help us win our battles. So as I get ready to close up on a, um, the armor of God session two, the belt of truth, I want to read this scripture again, but I want to read it in amplifying Ephesians chapter six, verse 13 through 14. And the word of God says this. Therefore, put the, on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, ooh, immo I mean, immo immovable, victorious. So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart. And so for us as believers, we got to put on the belt of truth, not just on Sunday, not just on Bible study on Wednesday or Thursday, but we got to put on the whole armor of God every day because the enemy is after us. He wants to attack God's children. He's not running out the people who's acting like him or doing the things of the world, the ungodly, the unbeliever. He's using them as his vessel. But for God's children, we got to put on the whole armor of God to be protected and stand firm in God's word, in his truth, which we got to be in his standards, be in obedience to what he say as he help us with the power of his Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus Christ has already won victory 2,000 years ago. And remember, we as God's children can win victory on this earth. And God helps his children as we depend on him, rely on him, depend on his truth as he guides us and he counsels us and he comforts us with his spirit. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.